Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is Mosaic Shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Well, welcome to the Mosaic Garden. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Um, I'm so happy to have you here today. You, some of you have been journeying with me for the past three months, and it has been an amazing journey around the medicine wheel. And as always, I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on in the gardens this last week, because there are some events coming up this weekend. And we have the Moab Music Festival, it's an international music festival, and I know that I've talked about the cello that I donated with uh, six other artists who have done some incredible work for this fundraiser, and all proceeds go to the Beacon Program, which is to put instruments into the school for kids who can't afford to buy their own. So we have great um, rental musical instruments, which is, as we talk about art being a healer, music is an important part of that healing. So that's going on, and during that time, we have a studio tour, and we have 12 artists in the area that are invited to be part of that studio tour. I am one of them. So the Mosaic Healing Gardens will be opened Saturday and Sunday for this event, which is running from 10 to 4 p.m. For any of you folks that are get to come to the music festival and come and see the studio tour, you can go to um, my website, soulhealerspath.com, and we have got that website up and looking good now. I'm, I'm getting excited about it. There's going to be a few more changes, but it's taken a little bit of, of work on this end. So any of you have been going to the site, it hasn't been real pretty, but I'm excited to say that it's starting to reflect who I am. And we will have all that information for the studio tour and the music festival and the cello fundraiser and all the beautiful art that I've been doing in the gardens getting ready for this. Now, the gardens um, themselves are, are is a private residence, so it's only open certain times for parties and I allow people to come in and see the gardens when I'm here. I'm invite them to do that and to make a special appointment to call to and then I show the gardens around I'm open to showing them to everyone it's a beautiful place of healing and so we have been walking this medicine wheel together like I said for three months and I plan to go on for another year here and talk to you individually more about each of the steps we've been taking we've been going into the four directions um, just kind of a quick review that we have been working with the awareness in Serpent, the education in Jaguar, the action in Hummingbird, and the support in Eagle Condor. And I'm going to take over the next year and break each one of those up, and we're going to talk more about walking each direction together. So today we're talking in the gardens about living your life. Stepping into your life. I know last week I shared with you um, that now is the time. Now is the time. There's no time, more time for waiting. Now is the time to step into your life, to start living this life that you were born to live, the life that that your God-given right to be here and experience, this beautiful place. And as we have been talking about finding our passion and our life purpose and and creating that vision out there where we're headed and the directions and the tools I've been sharing with you. I want to share a little bit about this because um, walking the medicine wheel is very sacred 
And working with shamanic work is very sacred. And some of my um, friends that work in this business of shamanic healing, and I, it is a business, but it's also a spiritual place, very, very, so much spiritual, more than even a business end, have um, warned me against going out and saying I'm a shaman, that I would get ridicule and things coming back at me for that. And I want to tell you that I want to totally step into that. A shaman lives an inspired life. and A shaman walks between the worlds. And a shaman guides you to live a life of inspiration, an inspired, beautiful life that you were meant to live. Now, when I'm working with my clients, there's a sacred ceremony that I do that I'm not going to ever share on this station. I did share um, a Bands of Protection video. You can go on to soulhearspath.com and download that because it's important right now that we have those protection bands around us. I have not shared the ceremony of the Moon Key rites that come to that. Those are sacred things that are done between me and my clients. And as my client, you will get those sacred rites given to you in the sacred ceremony. I do, however, send share with you tools, tools that help you move forward into creating the life that you were meant here to do. These tools are things that we use in maintenance as a shaman to continue to move forward. Um, so there is this fine line I'm walking when I'm on the radio between sharing with you and the spirituality of what an intuitive shaman does. Um, We've got a lot of words out there. Psychic is a a hit word right now, and um, intuitiveness is what that is. A psychic means I see you. I'm able to see you and what you need to do and move forward, and each of my clients gets an individual guidance on the medicine wheel. Um, I really was inspired by one of uh, my clients to share this uh, last week, that's been a client of mine this year for about four months that was sharing with me the changes that is going on in, in his life. And that what is happening in his life right now, an introverted suicidal person who's now out there sharing the message. And he's sharing the message with his family. And he, and he shared that his dad's life has been changed. His dad, who's been a, a widow for several years, is now out dating. And he'll call him to ask him for advice on what did Christy tell you to do with this and that. And I have encouraged my clients to share what they're learning out there because that's how we're going to multiply and spread this healing practice to the earth. And now he's shared with me a story about with his son who had an addiction with alcohol has now been sober for three months. And he's helping him, which is then affecting his granddaughter. So we... We affect everyone when we step into living the life we were intended to be. When we step into our life, it's like dropping a a petal into the pond and it ripples out and affects everyone. And I was out on my journey hike today thinking about where the program is going to go because when I get on the radio with you, everything that comes out is inspired. Um, I came home and I thought of this story of what happened to me when I decided to step uh, out of my marriage. And I was really struggling, and I happened to be in Washington, D.C., and it was the hardest decision I ever made. And so I might get a little teary about it, but um, as I was asking the universe and God and saying in prayer, show me that this is the path I'm supposed to take, that I'm supposed to um, move on into this new area of life. And as I did that and and I had this prayer, I got up. And a friend of mine and I were visiting, and we were at, by the Kennedy Center, and we were going to walk down to breakfast. And we left the uh, condo, and we started down the road, and um, these two guys started to follow us. And, and they were talking to us, but I didn't feel good about this. I thought, this is not good. We're going to go through this alleyway in a minute, 
that we have to go to to get to the restaurant. And, and I, I knew that we needed to take a detour. And there was this park right along the river. So I told my friend, we're going to walk into the park. And we did, and, and these guys left, and I was sitting down on this park bench, and, and I told her, I need some time by myself to sit by the river to throw my worries into the river. And she said, okay. She was a little confused about what was happening. She really wanted to get breakfast. And I sat down on this park bench, and no sooner had I sat down than across from me, a man came up on a bicycle, and he dropped his bike and sat down on the park bench and he started to cry. He put his hands in his he- head in his hands and he didn't quite cry. He weeped. He was weeping. He was more he was in pain. And this voice inside of me, my intuition said, go talk to him. And I said, oh, are you crazy? I'm, you know, in this park in Washington, D.C. He seems all dressed in his biking gear. I'm sure he's on his adventure. And this voice just loud said, go talk to him. And so I walked over and uh, introduced my, kind of said, hi, and are you, that, that silly question, are you okay? And he looked at me as if, of course, I'm not okay. And um, I said, you know, can, can I give you a hug? And he said, a hug? You don't even know me. You're a stranger. And you want to give me a hug? And I said, I just know that you need a hug. And he said, why would you know that? And I said, because I don't know what you're going through right now, but I know what it feels like to hurt like you're hurting. And I want to give you a hug. So he stood up and I gave him a hug and then he said, would you sit here with me? And I did and we sat for an hour and had a conversation and he started to explain to me that his father had died within the last month. His mom was being institutionalized for Alzheimer's. His girlfriend just broke up with him and they were foreclosing on his house and he just got fired yesterday. And all these things had happened and as I was talking to him, all of a sudden I was inspired to ask him how he liked his house, and which he didn't. And he didn't want to live in the first place, someplace his girlfriend wanted to be. And what about his job? And he hated his job. He always wanted to work. He was in the medical profession with Alzheimer's people, uh, patients. And here his mom had that Alzheimer's. And so I started to help him see through conversation that by selling his house and moving downsizing, he could actually work with the Alzheimer's unit that he wanted to. And that he just got out of a relationship that really wasn't working. And all these opportunities were going to come to him. And we started to talk about the gifts. And I can't even tell you everything I told him because I was being inspired to tell him this conversation. And he shared with me he was an artist. And I asked him to go home and paint. And he said, how is my painting going to stop the foreclosure of my house? And I said, I don't know. But I know that if you start painting, you are going to be able to move into this place where you can then create. You are going to be able to see things from a different perspective. Now, he emailed me back, and we kept in contact, which he did work for the Alzheimer's unit. He did move forward. Well, my girlfriend came over after this, at the end of this conversation and said, we need to eat, and I, I gave him a hug. I said, I need to go, and he said to me, you didn't have any idea what I planned to do today. And I got to tell you, I told him I did. And he said, but my plans have changed now, and I'm going to move forward. This is the ripple we make in the pond when we step into living who we are and our purpose. I have a beautiful guest coming on today, um, Alina Chapman. She's the only person I know that has been endorsed by Bob Proctor. And it's amazing. I met her at the Quantum Leap about a month ago. And when I did, I knew that she and I were going to connect um, and we did, and we had the most amazing conversation, and I was looking for a guest, and I asked her if she would be a guest on the show, and she said she would, and 
I am so excited that she's going to be coming speaking with us right after the break. Um, Alina walks her talk. She has changed her life and let go of the things that didn't work for her so that she could move forward. She is the author of a book, You Can't Escape from a Prison If You Don't Know You're in One. So we're going to talk about the, what things that block you from moving into your happiness. She's going to share her new book with us. She's going to share her insight. So we're going to take a break, and I'm going to ask you to come back from that break and be inspired by this beautiful woman who is going to share so much with us today on the show. And I want to thank you so much again for taking the time to walk the medicine wheel. Be right back with Alina Chapman. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers, but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the gardens. Um, I have my guest, Alina Chapman, who is a mentor, speaker, international best-selling author. She has been involved with the study of self-improvement development for over two decades. Her focus has been on teaching others the tools they need to unleash the power within, to break free from whatever prevents them from growing, and begin to love their lives and themselves again. And I want to encourage anyone who wants to call in and ask us any questions. We'd love to, to talk to you today. I am so excited about Alina being here, and I'm really excited that she is a new friend in my life. So, Alina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Christy. 
And I'm very excited that you are one of my friends. And thank you for that wonderful introduction and getting everybody ready for this. <laughs> I was I was kind of sharing with you during the break that I would like to, to let people know that I've been listening to Alina on her YouTubes and um, her webinars for the last week while I'm working on my art. And I'm so inspired. You, you are truly a beautiful mm-hmm. woman who walks her talk. I, I love it. It comes well, out everywhere. You. Well, I think you walk your talk, too, so it's, it's good. <laughs> it's you good. know, we're both doing it. It's good Powerful. to walk in the world with um, um, an inspired purpose, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it's so, fabulous when you can do that. You know what I mean? It is fabulous. And, so, and why do you, what do you think that keeps people from getting what they want, Alina? Oh, my gosh. Well, one of the things... I think that a lot of people really don't think they can achieve it. And number two, even when they do finally say to themselves, you know, I really can do this. I really can write a book. Then they have to deal with all the fear. And we call fears like all those funny voices in your head, all that criticism, what we think others are going to think of us, what we think about ourselves, what, what we've heard as in the past, you know, like those voices that say, are you crazy? You can't do that. What do you know about that? Those <laughs> voices. That can I've heard them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's they the... trap us, you know? We think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> so all everything we built up thinking, well, maybe we can go for our dream. I can write that book. But then all when that crashes in, a lot of people, jump back into this little, what we call the comfort zone, and, and which isn't very comfortable when you feel stuck. And they just stay there because they just can't jump over those fears. Yes. So that's one of the big things I help people do. I mean, because I want to see them. I want to see people, first of all, be so extremely happy with their life and feel good about themselves and have the confidence and strength and do what they want to do, be who they want to be. Yes, there, you know? there can never be too many inspired people in the world. There are so many um, healers coming into the world, which is so amazing because we're all reaching out and there are so many people that are, are seeking that. So many people are, are seeking it. And Isn't it, that nice? It is. So, you know, because um, it, takes, it takes a lot for people to finally say to themselves, you know, I want a better life. That's a big step. I want something s- better. And someone who has been through it, that's the person I want to listen to. I want to listen to the person who has had those fears and gone through them, has walked through like the fire, we call it, and coming out. So can you share a little bit about your journey with us, please? Um, sure. Uh, yeah. I reached a really low part. Um, I was married for about 12 years, um, and... It, he was not a bad man. He, he was a good man. But he had certain ways he wanted me to be, which were not me. But yet, mm-hmm. you know what I did? I gave away everything because I won't believe that a marriage was forever. Um, you know, this is your mate in life. Family comes first. So I just kept giving parts of myself. I gave away my career. I gave away my opinions. I gave away some of my personality. I gave away whatever was needed. And soon I became so isolated. That's the best way for it. I felt isolated. And I didn't know who I was anymore. 
I didn't know um, who was. Who was Elena Chapman? Who was this person? And I felt hurt, and I was angry. And it was all, I call it my twilight zone time. <laughs> yes. But I finally decided uh, I had to step out of my box. Uh, and people were, oh my gosh, it was awful. People were saying, you can't. You, you can't do this. You can't even search for this happiness. You, you've got to stay where you are. Nobody ever leaves a divorce. No one ever. That was the religion. That was my parents. That was friends. That was everyone telling me to stay in my box. So, but I wasn't happy. I had yeah. to find my happiness. I, I wanted to be happy again. I wanted to feel like I was that girl I was long time ago like a long time ago, who, if you said, you, you can't do that, I'd say, watch it, watch me, I'll do it. And I had lost that. I wasn't that person. And that's, that I think, me. yeah, that's, I think, what connected us together is because we both had been on that journey path and had that same little girl inside going, I can do anything. So I know that I've got some listeners on here that are going through this similar thing or even if it, it may not be a divorce it's a new change of a job or they're they're looking sure. at where to move forward and right how do they do that oh my gosh okay the first thing is you have to believe in where you want to go you have to believe you have to take the responsibility and think to yourself this is where i want to be i want this new job or i want this happiness or I want this relationship. I want to be thin. You have to first just really say to yourself, this is where I want to go. And then you have to, I call it the easy, quick, the easy, quick step out of your box. You have to make a very easy, direct plan, very easy, that you can do. Say for tomorrow, I am going to look in the paper and find the job I want or I am going to start to visualize on my job tomorrow. Or if it's late, tomorrow I am going to start on this plan I've been looking at. I'm going to take the very first step. And you have to find something in the plan that is very conquerable for the very first step, something that you feel you can conquer to step out. And then you're you're out of the box. You start stepping out of the box. Then you can start... You feel more comfortable with yourself. You feel you can do it. It's like when I started writing, I really did have people tell me, are you crazy? Have you ever written anything? And I remember (laughs) I thought to myself, well, no. And you know, if I hadn't been, I had already taken my first step. I was journaling. And I think if I hadn't been doing that, that first, because I had decided I was going to write before I told anybody. So... I had a, I started on my plan of just journaling. Very, you know, nobody had to see it. It was just me. I was just going to journal. But when I made the announcement, I am now writing a book, and I got the criticism, I felt a little bit better about myself because I had started. Yes. And then I said, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can do this. I can do this. And you almost have to talk them down. Just like those voices in your head. Yes, I can. Why can't I do this? Yeah, Why can't I, I? The first step. You know? The first step is always just just taking a step in the direction of that, and then journaling and writing that you did that, and saying, "Look at what I did do." Um, I, I know exactly. when I started the radio, 
I told people I was going to be on the radio. They, have you ever spoken on a radio? I'd never even been a guest on a radio show before. <laughs> so, but I had I been hiking. I go hiking every day, and I have radio shows with myself. <laughs> the drill. I've been oh, speaking in front of people, and it, you know, and, and to people for years. So, I'm really gifted at speaking, and so it's like, why not? You know, I I, I can go do that. Mm-hmm. But I had to write down the 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 negative thoughts my mind was saying and then counteract it with a with a positive thought saying I can do this and then write down what I did do and look at it every day and go look you are doing this you're doing this that is wonderful that's exactly that's a wonderful exercise to use and sometimes and sometimes you'll be going for it and we call it the terror barrier you don't know uh, actually I think maybe it was Bob Proctor who did coin that actually and when you when you're going, you don't know you have it until you're going for your dream and all of a sudden this fear will pop into your head. And that's when you just have to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, and logically say to yourself, no, this is not going to happen. I have been planning on this. This is what I am going to do. And then take that first step forward, past that terror barrier, because it's a terror barrier that keeps you in. You know, it's when your heart starts racing, you start to sweat a little, you start, all the voices are going crazy in your head. That's, that's when everybody wants to retreat. And that's when you have to have the fortitude to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. This isn't even logical. Yeah. I can do this. Because everyone, everyone gets that. People need to understand that even the people up on the stage, I I listened to Tony Robbins, I listened to tons of people, they have those, that that happened to them. They they didn't just pop up and go, oh, this is all great. And and they they have processes that they work through to get out there. I remember listening to an interview with with Robin Williams talking about that too. And it's it's amazing that we just, in our minds, start thinking that this person's got it easy. So I'm getting the voice I need to quit. When really they had the voice and they just walked through it. They walked through it. That's right. And the very cool thing about it is once you start to do that, then those voices start to decrease a little. And the more you go, uh, what we call out of our comfort zone, going for our dream, going for that perfect relationship, going for whatever, then those voices get less and less and less. Because they have no validity. They, they, they're not doing it. You're, you're proving them wrong all the time. And you start changing those old beliefs. You start changing those criticisms. You're giving them new ideas and new beliefs. And, and your mind fills up with those. And so you don't have any use for those old ones. And yeah, that's, that's when you're free. Oh, great. Because that was going to be, that was what I wanted to ask here. Um, what came into my mind is, my mind needs to know I'm going to have a reward. So what rewards come out of changing? Oh, my gosh. Well, freedom. When you start really believing in yourself and you start getting rid of all those as you're walking towards your dream and you've stepped out of this comfort zone, I, you know, I have to say it's even more than freedom, but that freedom is the best thing in the world because now... With how many times I've stepped out of my comfort zone, I now do not hear those criticisms. I do not hear those voices telling me I can't. I've got the girl who was 8, 9, 10, 15, even 25 and 30 saying, watch me. I've got her back. And it is the most awesome, free feeling in the world. 
That's what I wanted to hear. How does that feel? Yep, that feeling of woohoo, right? <laughs> yeah, it's woohoo. It is. It is. It feels awesome. Because so you don't, you re- you're not weighed down by it. Those things are heavy. They weigh you down, you know? It's, and and yeah, I don't feel that. I feel light. I feel like I can do it. And that is what I try to help everybody do. Because why not live that way? We deserve it. We really do deserve to have that freedom, that happiness, that joy, that really achieving what we want, being who we want. But life is too short. We've got to enjoy it. We're here for something. That should be it. <laughs> well, and we, you know, no, this might be the only time we get. So we gotta, we got to take every day and, and, and just enjoy. I know we talked, I was, last couple of weeks I've been talking about now is the time. Now it's time to get, to get your, you know, your, you know what, off the couch <laughs> and go out and live yeah, it. And now do, the do just a yes. different, a, do something go different. And you can always do go back to the couch if you don't like it. I mean, really, if what 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 do you have to lose by trying something new? You can always go back to the old you didn't know. I mean, well, I can't because once oh, you start living it, it won't be comfortable. But I will give you that thought. Well, you know, you, the couch is still going to be there, but I have no desire <laughs> to be on it anymore. <laughs> no, me neither. I know, I know. Uh, you have everything to gain and really nothing to lose. Because even if you go for something and you find, okay, I don't like that, you've done it. You've done it. You have stepped out and gone for something. You've done something different. And then instead of just going back into your comfort zone, you'll have a little bit more confidence, if not a whole lot, to say, wait a minute, maybe I'll try this instead. Or maybe, maybe this is more of what I like. And, and you don't ever have to go back to the couch. And isn't uh, that an awesome thing? <laughs> oh, it is. And the comfort zone gets bigger and the world just explodes into this huge opportunity of things to do. And and oh, you, you just God. you've gone from this narrow little window out your your window out the couch <laughs> to this whole you're out there in the world and you're soaring, you're flying like eagle and you're like, This is amazing. I yes. the title of your first you book you was the, t- the title of your first book is You Can't Escape from a Prison If You Don't Know You're in One. I thought that's very interesting. Um, I know we've been talking a little <laughs> bit about that. Is there some more you'd like to share about where that interesting concept came from? Well, uh, because when I was in my prison, number one, I didn't, at first I didn't know I, I could get out. And I really didn't, I knew I was extremely unhappy, but I didn't know why. And that's, that's very common for people. You don't know why. I mean, for heaven's sakes, we're living the American dream. You know, you, you might have the white picket fence. You, you have the job that you're supposed to have. You're doing the nine-to-five thing. You've got the relationship. Why are you unhappy? But you mm-hmm. are. And so when I, I was sitting on the side of a country road, and I was looking up at the sun. You know, I was feeling it through the windshield, and it felt so warm. And everything was so beautiful and green, and I love nature. And I just thought to myself, my gosh, this is awesome. And then I noticed I wasn't grateful. And for me, that's humongous, because I was always grateful for everything in life. And it was my wake-up call. That was my wake-up call. I thought, my gosh, I'm not even grateful anymore. That's a problem. 
And so I always tell people, the very first thing I always give to people, start looking at your, your life. Start looking at the things, you know, I, I always say in the morning, start your gratefulness list. You should be able to write 10 things that you're grateful for. And let your vibration start to rise. And then you close your eyes and you ask for guidance for the day. And you might be surprised. It might tell you to step out of your box. <laughs> yeah. And then send love to three people. If you start your day with that and you start getting the gratitude, you'll start seeing more and more opportunities come, which will urge you more outside your box. Because but- they're there. The sending love to three people. Okay, so I'm watching your, I'm watching your, um, your webinars and your YouTube, and I, I highly recommend everyone goes and looks. Is it just to just go to Alina Chapman? That's how I found you, on on Alina the YouTube. Chapman, oh yeah, on YouTube, yeah. Alina Chapman. Yeah. yeah, and you've got she's got some great videos, and, and I'm watching them, and um, I had. Had some when you step out and you start doing this. Not everyone's gonna say, "Wow, wow, that's that's real great." And so I got some comments on Facebook, just a couple, and I'm thinking, "Well, oh. I've got a hundred hundred great comments, and I got these two that just were not very nice." And why I'm focused on the two, I don't know. And I hear you say, "Send love." <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> to send out to these two, two people that were basically saying, who, who, you know, who the hell do you think you are out there saying this? You know, who, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I know who I am. And, you know, and, and so at the same time, you're giving me this advice to send love to these people. Yes, yes. You know why? Because you are, when you send love to three people that are bothering you, once you send that love, you are actually starting the process of having them not affect you anymore. Because you're doing it for you. Yes. But it's also nice if you're really, you are sending them light and love. Mm-hmm. And that in itself will start to change the situation. Because you'll act differently towards them. And they'll respond differently towards you. The relationship will either... Um, get better or totally disconnect. Either way, it doesn't affect you like it would have. And you'll find yourself just, well, transcending that situation where you're not getting down into the garbage of it every time they get angry with you or whatever they say to you. You're just not there. You send them love and then you start to understand why they're doing it and you just leave them be. You can't control them, but you can send them love. And it releases you from the anxiety, the anger, the everything. It's, it's really about you, freeing you. I decided to knows, try it. They might feel that love, too. I bet they do. Yeah. Well, I, I decided to try it. I thought, I'll give it a shot. And I, I started to send them love. And what happened for me is I woke up in the middle of the night, went, I got an idea of how, because... Basically, without getting into great detail of the story, I had p- posted something about the gardens and the food in the gardens on the food site, and she was telling me that I, it wasn't a food thing. So I woke up in the middle of the night, Uh-oh. and I thought, I, I know what I can do now. I'll make a video of the food that I'm eating from my garden. I mean, she actually sparked creativity in my mind to know a different yeah. direction. And that went into, I'll bring food and art in the garden. And and inspired yeah. me. So I took something 
that I could have been mad and angry about. And I tried what you said. I, I did it. I didn't try it. I did it. I sent love. And the resolve I got was new inspirational ideas for myself. How very and, awesome. And no more anger towards this person. No more anger. And see, and doesn't that feel good? And, and, and I'll tell you, creativity does not come out of anger. So once you release that, creativity just came. It, I really think that that sending love, forgiving and letting go, um, helped me even with the, um, you know, because it was a long divorce. But at the end, you know, I was trying for support. And I say this, I tell this story all the time because it was amazing to me. And I had finally just let go of it. I let go of it. I just let the process go. I didn't want to do, it didn't, I just said to the universe, for the betterment of all, for the betterment of all, just let it be for the betterment of all. And then when it came back, I had lost. And I was trying to guarantee protection for my kids. So I thought, okay, so that must be the betterment for all. I'm just going to let it be. But you know what? Because I had been sending love and because I had um, forgiven, I had been acting different towards my ex's family and everything else. And I was driving down the road getting lost. I'm always getting lost in the car. That's just a given. (laughs) And so I was on one of my lost journeys. And um, I get a call from someone on that side of the family. And they said, hey, you know what? We know what you are fighting for, and I want you to know your kids are going to be taken care of. Wow. And they gave me exactly what I was fighting for. Yes. I truly think that it was because of all the love and the forgiveness and the letting go, because I didn't harbor any ill. I didn't harbor any hostility, and that showed in my words, that showed in my actions, that showed in my life, and they responded to it. It works. Yes, it does. Would you would you be out it's inspiring people if you if you hadn't stepped out of this and and chose something that was different and and anyone who's been letting go of something that doesn't working not working for them knows how scary that is. Would you be the woman you are now inspiring people in the world if you had stayed in your marriage? No, I would have become. Um, it either would have gone two ways. I, I was getting extremely heavily sarcastic. Um, I was rebelling like you would not believe. So I was trying to become even more kind of, oh, I, I can I say the word bitchy? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we can. I, <laughs> I was <laughs> in all truth. And yeah. I think I would have been kind of bitter or like I see a lot of people, they grow numb. They just go numb. It's like a shell of a body. They're numb. And so that's no way to live. And I could see myself feeling so helpless that um, I would either turn bitter or I would not be helping people. I couldn't even help myself. But once I, all all I did was make a decision. I wanted to be happy and then act on it. And everything fell into place. And I just kept moving forward. And everything just kind of, you know, if you have a strong intention and you really want something to happen, you're sending it up to that universe. The universe is going to answer you. It's a guarantee. And eventually you will always receive what you were looking for. It's just 
it's just a, it's the law of the universe. It's the law of attraction, law of gestation, law of cause and effect. It's the law of all those. So it will happen. It's it's very powerful, but you have to believe. And yes. that's not hard to do, especially if you're not happy. Well, and then if you bring people around that are going to move you forward and, and you, I, I'm guessing you had people on this journey that were supporting you and moving forward and helping you go to where you need to be next. Once, once I made the decision, it's like the universe acted overnight. I said, I want to be happy. I want to be that girl again. I want to live my life. And um, the, I'm not kidding. The next day... I was surprised all of a sudden a YouTube video of Deepak Chopra ended up on my email or, um, or mentors, books, everything popped into my life. My first mentor uh, was uh, a person here in town who was just absolutely fabulous and she was just magnificent and taught me so much. I just found teachers and mentors, but I'll tell you one thing, Christy. Yes. When that universe went and went... Oh, when the universe answered my call, I jumped at it. Yeah, yeah you acted on it. That's, that's what we've been talking about, the, the four steps of awareness, um, getting education, action, and then having support. You acted on it. You act on it. Yeah. The universe is going to bring it to you in some way. Mm-hmm. You have to have your eyes open, and you will if you make a firm decision. And then you have your eyes open and you start walking that walk. I was starting to listen to music more, but the universe answered. It just brought up. It was amazing. People I would meet. And I would start with just someone stopping and saying something. I'd say, what? They'd say, you know, you got to make it a miraculous day. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the universe. <laughs> that is the universe. And, and it was coming little and then it get bigger and bigger and bigger. I'd act on every single one. Every mentor that came that I knew had something to teach, I'd do it. And, and I, would, I would talk to them. I had a mentor. I met a mentor to help write a book in a coffee shop just because I was arguing with my computer. He said, are you an author? I took that. <laughs> I jumped at that. I said, yes, even though I wasn't sure I was at the time. He mm-hmm. was a published author. He was my writing mentor. Oh, my spiritual, my writing, I, they were just jumping in because magic. I made yeah. a firm decision. And it is magic, yes. but it's also the law of the universe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, if you're sitting on your couch, come on. You've got a life. You've got a beautiful life waiting for you. You know, it's time. Yeah. It's time. Get, get up and get go up and start. for it. Yeah. Make a decision. Um, I know you have a new book coming out. Um, can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> it's called The Prison Effect. It's called The Prison Effect. And it is a book that um, I actually was doing like a new edition, but I keep adding so much new material and because I've learned more. And the more I learn, I try to bring forward to people. And it talks about, this one is very explicit on how to get yourself going out into your life and really understanding why you hear those criticisms. Where are they from? Where did I get these things to begin with? It shows you that and, you, and shows you all these different exercises on how to conquer those. 
and also the power of forgiveness and how it just frees you. It is a, I really do like the book. If I didn't, I wouldn't, I'm very honest. If I didn't like my book, I wouldn't even publish it. (laughs) Is it going to be kind of a companion book to your first book? Um, Can they, they sound like they work together? They can work together, yeah. Okay. They, okay. But, yeah, and this one will give you even more. Um, oh, wonderful. For all the people who are listening, because I really, this book is going to be out in March, but oh, hooray. I know it's going to go like <laughs> hot cake. So what I want to do is, anyone who pre-orders, and I'm doing this for your show, because you're such a terrific person, and I love what you're doing. So I oh, thought, what you. can I do for everybody? So if people want to pre-order, they can just go on um, elenachapmanlife.com and pre-order. I think there's a little pop-up now. And if you do that, then I've got a great ebook. Um, it's called Gratitude, the Attitude Changer, <laughs> which shows you wow. all the benefits to gratitude and how to go about it and reaching that state of wonder, along with um, a journal, a gratitude journal that is more than just your gratitude. There's a whole bunch of good stuff in there that I love. And I'll give those free. And um, that's worth more than the book, really. Oh, that's great. So that's my free gift for everybody who pre-orders today. Okay, and where can they go to do that? ElenaChapmanLife.com And Elena is A-L-E-N-A. Should I spell it all out or will it be Yeah, go right ahead. Well, um, actually... Go ahead, yeah, to spell it out. Okay, Elena is A-L-E-N-A, Chapman is C-H-A, P as in Paul, M-A-N, and then life, because that's what it's all about, life.com. Excellent. You, they can go and find that. I know the e-card is on my website, so um, you can you can go in and find it if you didn't get a chance to write it down. But um, I'd actually like to awesome. connect it to, to my website at some point, too, to let you know. But, yeah, ElenaChapman.com. Elena, you also do, um, you do sessions, do you not, with people? Oh, I do. I do, yeah. um, I do mentoring. I have classes. I have programs. I do all of that, yeah. I do a lot of stuff. You'll have to get on the website and see. And I'll tell you what, uh, I would mentor, I love mentoring people. You know, anybody who really has decided they want better, those are the people I help, and I'm there for them. Um, But one event is coming up really cool. Do I have time? Yes, go ahead. Okay, on the 23rd of September this month, I'm having Thrive, and I'm sorry, men, I'm going to have a men's one too, but this one's for women, <laughs> a day uh-huh. of discovery for the woman who wants more, and I will have a men's time too, but this one's for women, although if you're a man, you want to come, you may come, but this is going to be an awesome day because not only am I going to help you move forward on that day in Fort Wayne, Indiana, I'm going to help you wake up and move and take some kind of plan to start moving yourself forward. I'm not only doing that, I'm also having these experts come that can help you also, meaning somebody who is really good at marketing, somebody who's really good at writing a book, somebody who's really good in business, somebody who really understands getting another job and the training you need, somebody who's good in really, they'll be there and you can have time to talk to them and start acting on your plan. 
Great, cool, great huh? event. Great, yeah, great event to to share with everyone. And just thank you so much for coming and being on the show and, and what you're doing for the world. I am so glad that you got off your couch. <laughs> It inspires me <laughs> and everyone around, you know, and I appreciate oh, all you do. You inspire Lena. me, too, and I'm very happy you got off your couch, too, you know? <laughs> so it's everyone else world, out man. there, get off their couch. Get off your couch and come and join us. We're having a great time. Yeah, we will. We'll have, we'll have a Thrive Party. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I'm going to... Um, Go into a meditation here in a minute. You're welcome to stay with us. And I just, I want to just say to everyone out there, it was such a pleasure to have you listen to us today. And uh, follow Alina and go look at her YouTube too. It was, it was great. She's an inspiring woman. Thank you so much for, for being in my life right now, Alina. Oh, thank you for being in mine. And yes, I would love to join you in your meditation. Thank you for asking. Okay, great. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a moment and do the breath and put our feet on the ground. Oh, drop in. I think it's really important that we ground today. So putting your feet deep into the earth, just breathe up through the center of your body into your heart, bringing that energy up. I want you to imagine you've got that tree trunk, that really strong tree it goes down into the earth, and those roots reach really deep, deep into the earth, solid, connected to the earth. And then as we bring the energy of the earth up into our heart with our breath, always using the breath to pull the energy in, filling the heart with this beautiful light of energy, visualizing Whatever color you want to bring that energy in from the core of the earth all the way up through the kundalini, through all of the chakras into the heart. Now, I want you to open out the crown of your head where you have these leaves and these branches that are expanding out like the top of the tree up towards the sun. And as a tree, we have that limber ability to sway, to move to be flexible and bringing in that light of the sun down through the crown and into the heart. With the breath, we have this energy coming from the heavens and the earth together, from the higher source and the earth source, and it matches into the heart. The heart is the center of the chakras. It is a place where we radiate love and light. And breathing this in, in this place, allowing and asking the mind if it be willing to let us contemplate a thought that we are a being of divine love and light, that we are, feel that, feel that in your heart. We are connected to the earth and yet we are beings of a higher consciousness that walks this earth with our divine love. Being open to the idea that it is my divine birthright to step into the divine power to which I was born. As a being of love and light. As a being of love and light. That we are connected to this earth, connected to each other, connected to that divine source. We are beings of light. That when we shine in our most divine 
energy are like the ripples in that pond sending out love to the universe, creating all of the energy and love that we were divinely meant to bring in, in that heart energy. Putting your hand on your heart, saying, I am a divine being of love and light. I have the divine birthright to step into my power as a creator. And I create from the love and the blessings of the universe. I bring all of your healers into your life this time, this week, that you may walk forward in light and love, knowing that you are divinely blessed. I bring people on this show that are inspirations. Alina was an inspiration, and I totally believe that she walks her path in this world. I am an inspiration. I walk my path. Go walk the journey with us. We're reaching out to make this world a better place. The reason for my being here on the radio is to share the gifts that I know to bring hope into this world, to help you live an inspired life. That is what I am here for. Go to soulhealerspath.com. I will walk the medicine path with you. I will bring you joy and light into every experience that you have in this world and help you be the most divine being that you are. I am going to be walking the path with you and continuing to be here as you continue to spend this time with me in great gratitude. If it weren't for you, I couldn't be here. So I'm very grateful that you do that and come and walk the path with me and are inspired to change the world of others. Anything that I share on this show, I ask you to share with everyone you meet because I don't own anything. It comes from the universe to us. It's all a gift. Next week, we am going to be bringing on Rocky DeWell, DeWiler, Detweiler. I'm sorry. I hope I say that right, Rocky. He'll correct me when he comes on. A beautiful, another amazing person. I met at Quantum Leap like Alina. He is the author of The Samson Effect, and we are going to be talking about the power of words, and I'm excited to have you come back and, and share that with us. Um, if you're in the Moab area, remember to go look at Studio Tour. Excellent. I was actually on Moab Radio yesterday, and I will be on Moab Radio a little bit more. It's an exciting place to share in my own community. Moab's a beautiful place, um, and Until next week, when we get to talk about the power of our words, I ask you to go out and share love and light with all you meet. And please do one thing that inspires you this week. Email me with the results of that. I'd love to hear about that. And you can always go to Soul Healers Path to know more about me. Um, And until then, love and light. And we will see you next week. Namaste. Thank you, Alina. Thank you, all of those who listened. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.